I feel like half my job is listening to people bitch about other people. Like I just don't, and it, and I don't mean that they're bitching about other people in our office. I mean, they're bitching about their buyers. They're bitching about their sellers. They're bitching about whatever it is they're bitching about. And I can't even fathom being in that position. How do you handle that? Everyone. Welcome to Life with a Sherry on Top. I am your host, Sherry Hagan, and today I am joined by my boss and one of my favorite people, Larry Rowan. Larry is the VP of Brokerage Services for the Northwest Region here in the Chicagoland area of Coldwell Banker. Welcome, Larry. Well, thank you, Sherry. It's a pleasure to be invited in on this. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. I really am because uh, I've only been in real estate for... 11 plus years now. And you've been in business with Colwell Baker for how long? Oh, um, embarrassing answers, I suppose. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been a, uh, I've been with Colwell Banker since 1982, which makes it something around 41 years. That's amazing. Something like that. And, and before that, I had my own real estate company, an ERA franchise, and uh, a few more years with that. So yeah, if you're doing the math, yeah, I'm, I've got gray hair. <laughs> he does have gray hair, but trust me, he's <laughs> he's not an old man by any stretch of the imagination. My husband has gray hair and he's not an old man either. I do too. I just cover it up. So, okay. So Larry hired me um, on with Coldwell Banker when I was, after I passed my tests, you have to pass a state test and a national test and you get your license. And then you start interviewing for positions as a realtor with different brokerages. And funny enough, I actually wasn't going to go with Coldwell Banker to begin with, but I'll get to that in a minute. So I had interviewed with several different companies, one of which was Coldwell Banker. And I really enjoyed Larry, but I just didn't feel like it was a good fit because I thought our office was too big. We had what, 110 at the time? At the time, or right around there. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Okay. I thought, oh, shit, I'm new at this. So I need a smaller office and more hand-holding. I'm very upfront with everybody all the time, in case you haven't figured that out already. <laughs> um, so I had called Larry to say, hey, I'm not coming on board. I'm, I'm going to another brokerage. And he was like, why are you doing that? <laughs> right. And I told him why, you know, I said, well, I just feel like your office is too big and I'll get lost in the shuffle. And he said, give me 24 hours before you call the other brokerage. And I said, OK. And uh, I did. And within that 24 hours, Larry had sent an email to everybody in our office. So 110 plus employees and said, tell her why she should come work for us. And the overwhelming response was, we might be large, but we're a family. That did it for me. So um, I had all kinds of emails that, well, Larry had kind of compiled all the emails and sent them to me. And when I was reading these, I was like, okay, this is who I have to work for. Duh. Like now it's no question. That goes a long way for 
kind of explaining to everybody what kind of a guy Larry Rowan is. He just has his heart on his sleeve and is as genuine as they come in terms of bosses. And I appreciate it. So thanks, Larry. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm a good thing. This isn't on video. I'm blushing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, as you got into this, I thought you were going to bring that up because I remember it very, very well. I, when I interviewed you, I saw the sparkle in you. I, I saw the, 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 the ability, you know, the yen and the ability and the drive to succeed in what you wanted to do. And I didn't want to let you go. Uh, I knew that your mother had a little history in real estate. So it was in yep. your genes. And uh, I, I, just, I just saw that you could go big places, which you did in the first year. I think you were that year. I think you were a rookie of the year. I was. Thank and, you. And uh, yeah, you did exceptionally, quite frankly. Actually, the, the little idea of talking to the agents and asking that question, I was amazed. I was a, that, that wasn't my normal routine. That was the first time I had ever tried that. And, and I was amazed at how fast everyone responded to me that so I had have the time to, uh, you know, forward those on to you. And isn't that awesome? Yeah, like, I, I, I could get emotional about it because, you know, we are a family. Yeah, and we really are. I, I love that. And that's what, you know, frankly, you know, counting the gray hairs on my head, that's what keeps me in the business. <laughs> because I really do like what I do. And I, I love the people in the office. And you know, I had a little something to do with hiring them and, yeah, a uh, little. Uh, you know, training, mentoring and everything else that goes into <laughs> the business. And and I, and I like it a lot. I like Jerry a lot. And uh, she's done so, so well. Well, thanks. But this isn't about me. It's more it's really the the purpose of this particular subject is just to talk about um, real estate as a whole. And I think. A lot of people in our office feel like Schomburg is a big family, obviously, or they wouldn't have said that and I wouldn't be here, right? All of that leads to who leads us. And, and that is Larry. You know, he does all the hiring, all the onboarding, uh, a lot of the training. He's got to ensure legal compliance with Jesus, how many agents do you even, how many agents are you in charge of now? Well, well, with this newer position, it, it rose from 150 to something short of 500. First of all, kudos, because I could never do this job. <laughs> Listen, I'm great with my clients and I pride myself on that. All of my business is, is based on referrals and that's because I'm good at what I do. I could not do Larry's position in the manner in which he does it by any stretch of the imagination. I think you're genuinely one of a kind. I really do. Oh, I'm blushing again. Well, I don't, I, uh, listen, this isn't a Larry fest. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> it kind of sounds like it. It, it does. Um, you know what? I, you know, I came from a background, really. I, I think this is a word to anybody that wants to get in this, to this sort of a position in management and real estate. I don't know. I did a lot of different things in my life. Uh, in my earlier years, I, I came out of college with a electronics degree. I my first job was in Rolling Meadows, Illinois, doing systems equipment engineering for a company that no longer exists called Western Electric. My career was interrupted by a little short stint with the government in Vietnam, and came out <laughs> came, yeah came out of that, which I'm very happy about. Found myself walking into a situation uh, where. You know, the, the government regulations were that the company you worked for still had to hire you back. They couldn't uh, ah, okay. They couldn't just fire you because you were serving the military. 
uh, I got back and everything had changed. Uh, the economy was moving, you know, the economy, as everybody well knows, listening to this, has ups and downs. And Oh, in the 70s, that, it was... Yeah. It was especially bad. <laughs> yeah, and and um, I decided to use my GI Bill. I got uh, a lot of training at Harper College and all the real estate courses. I although I never really thought about getting into real estate. I just and that's how it all started. Uh, the engineering jobs dried up. I found myself looking maybe for a new career, and my uh, landlady was a realtor, and she talked me into taking the state test. And uh, voila, I passed it. Voila. To, she got me into the company she worked for, which was an ERA company in Palatine. And I learned so much from that manager, the owner of the company he had 14 offices. He was very charismatic. And truthfully, I, I, you know, I've picked up a lot from him. I picked up a lot from everybody I worked for. Sure. And, uh, you know, kind of mashed it all together. I never thought I'd be a public speaker or somebody in front of a big crowd, but during the big recession of the uh, late 1970s and early 1980s, I found myself uh, being asked to teach real estate at Harper College, which I did, but I stayed in real estate at that period of time. I had I my didn't own. didn't know that. Yeah, well, cool. You know, surprising things. And <laughs> I, I had my own company then, and, and the real the, the recession was really bad. Interest rates were peaking at 20%. Yeah, I remember. And uh, I mean, you know, we Only think because we my mother was a realtor yeah, at the time. Yeah. We think Sorry. we have it bad now. Well, it yeah. was worse then. And uh, I hope to heck that it never gets that way again. So, you know, you, you, you're, you find yourself, I used to call myself a survivor. I survived my stint in the service. I survived a really bad real estate market and, yeah. and, 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 and you know, still kept a house and everything else. Uh, some people weren't that <laughs> kept fortunate. Kept a roof over your head. Yeah. So I, but you know what? I saw, this is going to be commercial for, for Coldwell Banker. I, I saw the writing on the wall. I, I watched in uh, the very early 80s, uh, I, I watched a new company come into town. It, they weren't really a real new company. They were in California for nearly 100 years and took California by storm, leading company in California. And of, of course, you know, the weather here comes from California and <laughs> a lot of trends do. And so Coldwell Banker bought a 33 office operation in Elk Grove, based in Elk Grove, and that was about 1982 or 1980, perhaps. And uh, I was taking note of it because at that time I still had my own company. I was president of my own company and, you know, brokers were having a tough time. And I watched Coldwell Banker come into town and take everything by storm. And wow. they invented new ways of doing business. So I had kind of made the decision that if things got worse, I'd probably close up shop and go to work for Coldwell Bank. And, and that's what I did in 1982. It, it was amazing what I walked into. Uh, I, once again, I had a charismatic manager. Dottie Bruno was her name. She's, she's living life up in Lake Geneva now, enjoying life. Awesome. I learned a lot from her. So I, I guess what I'm saying is I learned a lot of what I did by other people. Sure. Well, and, that's. I think that's the best way to learn. And the experiences of it. And I, I won't say much about this, but as an engineer at the company I worked for, I learned what bad management was. <laughs> I wasn't in management, but I was governed by management. And I saw a lot of really bad examples that I reflect back on. and said, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be a manager like that. I'm not going to treat people like that. You know, it was a culmination of things. And I got into real estate with Coldwell Banker started teaching for Coldwell Banker at the same time instead of Harper College. And uh, it, I really started enjoying 
what I was doing. Uh, the recession was showing signs of breaking in 1982, and yep. by the end of the year, it, it kind of did. And things went from rags to riches, riches. so to speak. Right, yeah. The company, uh, when I joined Coldwell Banker, I was a salesperson. I was tired of carrying a company on my shoulders. Sure. And I was enjoying, suddenly enjoying success and enjoying that. They tried for a year and a half to get me into a management position, which I kept saying, no, I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> Why would I do that? And finally, they convinced me. And, and, and I did. With great uh, success. I, I, you know, I, I warned you this is going to be a Coldwell Banker commercial. Uh, <laughs> they, they have so many good programs that you didn't see elsewhere. Uh, that still holds true, by the way. It yeah, really does. Yeah, we always wanted to be on the cutting edge of technology. Everybody says that now, but very few people do really right. have the ability to do that. Yeah. And we're a big company. We're part part of a holding company that 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 not only has here goes a commercial again. Uh, they own ERA, Coldwell Banker, Sotheby's, uh, Corcoran. Corcoran, thank you very much. You're welcome. ERA yep. and in a couple of other companies, they own a mortgage company. They they're a big interest in, in, in guaranteed rate mortgage company. And uh, we also have the world's largest relocation, real estate relocation and a title company. So we're a full service company. So it makes yeah. it my job so much easier and Sherry's job so much easier. It really does. Using these services to back up the agents. So yeah, let me let me just quickly give a shout out to Burnett Title. In my opinion, we have the best title company out there. Cindy Lakowitz and every and, and Gina and you know everybody on her on, on that team just does an amazing job. And for those who don't understand real estate or even what that means, because I remember <laughs> I remember actually coming on board with Larry and you know part of his spiel because as he said he's a salesman. So part of his spiel was well you know you know we really encourage you to use. Um, our mortgage company and our title company. And, and I, I was, I was like, yeah, whatever, I'll use who I want. Right. That's how, that's how um, arrogant I was when I first started. And then you start to understand why those things are necessary. And when you work with a great team, right. When you work with the Lisa Vasquez of the world, the Cindy Lakowitzes of the world, Sorry, guys, I hope you don't mind me using your names. And then you need a great attorney as well, right? So when you have that team, all the, all the transactions just go through so smoothly and you don't have to worry about whether or not their mortgage is going to go through or whether or not there's going to be a lien on the property because Burnett Title is, you know, doing the title search. They're, it's just all a pretty little package that works. I did not mean for this to be a Coldwell Banker commercial. I really didn't. <laughs> really I, didn't. No, I truly swear to God. I didn't mean it to be a Larry Rowan party. I didn't mean it to be a Coldwell Banker party. I will say I have been, since I've been a realtor for 11 plus years, um, I've never worked anywhere else. And that has everything to do with not only Larry, but the, but the, corporation and what they provide their agents with, right? They arm you with all the best tools. So when right. you go out there, you're going to win. Like, I don't know how else to say it, but you're going to win the listing. You're going to win the, you know, and I just, I just feel like this has always been 
the best company to work for. And, and I will just say maybe, and then, then we'll get off the commercial, but Sherry founded a lot of her business. There's a very successful following on the fact that she's got a team and that team is the, the mortgage and the lender and the lawyer and everybody that goes into a transaction. Right. And, and, and Sherry knows how to be the traffic manager of that and recommend the best people. And that makes the transaction go very smooth, which makes it Sherry does. all that much more important and all that much more viable in the business where Sherry gets a lot of referrals and everything else from happy past customers and everything else because they were they, they had all the best of all the services. Sherry recognized that. Right. Thanks, Larry. Yeah, I and and that's in no small part to uh, listen. It's not just Cobalt Banker Services. You know, you have to have you have to arm yourself as an agent with a list of lenders and a list of attorneys that you're willing to work with. Um, and I've got the best. So let me just sh- uh, do a quick shout out to Chris Galloway as well because I think he's a he's an great, excellent yeah. attorney. He's great. Um, in terms of real estate and and believe me, I've used him for other things too, but. He's a real estate attorney and he's fantastic. So thank you, Chris. Getting back to our office, I could never do your job because I feel like when I see Larry and this goes back to and we just moved, we just switched locations. So at our former location, which is like our new location is only a month old. And I've truly only been to that office, I think, two or three times. When I would walk by your office, I always see you in a closed door meeting with multiple different people. I'm not calling anybody out, but every time I'm there, you've got a closed door meeting and you're discussing whatever their trauma is for the day. And I just can't even fathom being in charge of 500 and some odd people where you have to, I've, listen, I've always called management because I've been a manager almost my entire life. I've always called management professional babysitting because that's how I feel. I feel like half my job is listening to people bitch about other people. Like I just don't. And it, and I don't mean that they're bitching about other people in our office. I mean, they're bitching about their buyers. They're bitching about their sellers. They're bitching about whatever it is they're bitching about. And I can't even fathom being in that position. How do you handle that? Ooh, uh, tall order. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, well, y- you know, first of all, if you want to get into the management side of this business, I, I guess uh, you need a high tolerance of people. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you, you can't hate, you can't hate people, right? And I basically uh, love the people I work with, and they, they are like Sherry said. You know, the people. We've developed, especially in our office, but others, other areas in the uh, company, uh, their family. I mean, we treat them like family. They treat me like family. That makes work, not work. It makes work kind of enjoyable, no matter what you're you're having to do. And, you know, a manager is a, I I call a manager, one of the jobs is a a fireman because we're putting out fires. Yes. Where, you know, you need to be a, a problem solver for the agents to help them be successful. I mean, they'll, they'll call you in the evening. Oh my gosh, I've got this deal. It looks like it's going to crumble. This is going on. This is going on. It's that person's fault or it's this person's fault or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it helps to have some experience so you can draw back on that experience pool. I kind of enjoy that. And 
and, and I enjoy being able to help out keeping transactions together. That that not only helps the agents, it helps the consumers, it helps the clients. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, fulfill their dreams and get their forever homes. And there's just so much detail. And if somebody thinks that real estate is, is like just You're opening wrong. a door or something, yeah. they're so wrong. You couldn't be more wrong. They're so wrong. <laughs> These hardworking agents just there's so much uh, that they there do is. constantly to keep transactions on track, to keep transactions bailed out, to fix transactions that are bad. And yeah. you know, don't forget that that what I'm speaking of is like our Schomburg office and our wonderful agents in the Schomburg office. There are other agents, thousands of them in our market area. And you know, some of those folks, I have to say this very gingerly, you would believe shouldn't be in the business. Oh, and, oh my God. And, and either because of their knowledge or because of their behavior or whatever. But anyway, getting back to the manager's job, I have to help find some solutions. I'm usually pretty good at it. Nobody's, nobody's perfect at that, but, but I do have some, some experience to call, call into that. So to help. And I like that. I like when an agent comes back to me and say, hey, Larry, we got that deal together. And yay for you. You know, yeah. it, it's, it, it's really nice. Does your experience as an agent, and I'm, I'm not trying to age you out here, but your 40 plus years of experience, right? Right. Obviously. I'm about 100. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, that helps you be a good managing broker. But if, and I don't, just for the record, I do not want his job. But if I were to go for his job, and I only have 11 years of experience. And Larry, you can attest to this. I think in the 11 plus years I have been with Cobalt Banker, I have needed you. I can count on one hand how many times I've called you. I'd say that's pretty accurate. Yeah. I don't know if that's luck <laughs> or if that's well, because I, I'm a good manager in terms of managing the process from beginning to end. That's a Great testimony to your experience and knowledge. And, you know, you, if, if, you know, some of our audience here are realtors, some of them are, you know, buyers, sellers, civilians, whatever, you know, that's why you need a good realtor like Sherry. She knows it and she can guide you through this without, without having to come to me saying, Larry, I've never seen this before. And I mean, that happens to all of us. I don't care how experienced you are. Right. It does happen all the time. Uh, Every transaction is different. Yeah. Every transaction is different in real estate, which is the God's honest truth. So if you think that real estate is opening a door, letting them in and selling a house and driving away in your, I don't know, Porsche, you are so wrong because it is not at all what you see on, uh, I don't know, what are those real estate shows? Oh, uh, there's so many of them on HGTV. Like, no, not HGTV. I, yes, I agree with that. But I meant like the gazillion dollar people on in LA and in New York, they've got their own shows. I don't even, I don't even watch them obviously, but people tell me about them all the time. And they're like, Oh, is that what being a realtor is like? And without even seeing the show, I'm like, no, it is, it, no, the, is the, the answer is no, it's nothing like that because you have to, you have a hundred balls in the air that you have to juggle at one point and make sure that when they all come to a landing, they land softly and they land where they're supposed to be and everything just works, right? 
Yes. And, and where Sherry just said, you know, she's only had to ask me for advice, you know, like you could hold up a couple of fingers. While we've been recording this, I've gotten three texts from one other particular agent that need, that's got questions. And, you know, that agent does that frequently to me. That agent asks for help, or maybe I have to come into the office in the evening and and, and guide that person through uh, writing an offer. Right. And you know what? I just consider that part of my job. And uh, I have to accept the fact that I'm basically on call seven days a week. Not everybody wants to do that. Uh, no, I'm, and that's true. That's I'm, 100% true. I'm, you know, I <laughs> when I'm at home with my wife and the phone rings and I look at it, I said, oh boy, what is it? <laughs> you know, and it's like nine o'clock at night. But but I do have to answer my agents and I have to answer them quickly. And if they have a question or they text me or whatever, if if my agents like me, it's probably because I do respond to them. And I try to do it very lightning quickly because I know that they could win or lose a transaction. Based on your answer. Quickly, I respond to them if it's if it's eight o'clock on a Friday night when I'm out at a restaurant or something. If I push that phone call off into voicemail and answer it at 9.30 Saturday morning, they might have lost a deal. Right. And maybe I could have helped them. Maybe, maybe not. But so, I mean, the responsibility of a, of a manager is kind of widespread. And kind it, of. It's, you, <laughs> it's not you, kind of widespread. You, you have to. I don't know where this comes from in me, to be quite frankly, because. Uh, you know, being an engineer in a, in a recruiting seminar years ago, they said, don't hire engineers. Really? No, because they have a... Oh, because a, they're single focused? Yeah, they're not people people. <laughs> you know, they've got... Back in that day, they, right. have, they have slide rules in a, in a pencil protector, a pen protector right. in, their, in, their, in their vest pocket, and they, they'd rather not be bothered by people. And, and somewhat that's true. But on, on the same token, by the way, for some of you that are listening... Uh, we love educators. We love nurses and people like that. You know, they all take care of people. Right. And and that's the image that we like to hire. That's the people that uh, can make excellent managers, you know, as yeah, they gain I'm, a little experience. My husband is going to kill me, by the way, for continually saying this because he really, really, really wants me to be a managing broker. And it's not that I'm not good at managing people because I am good at it. I just don't like it. Like I, I true. I just don't like, I don't like having to manage other people. I'm singularly focused on what can I do for my clients? And that's what I want to focus on, right? I don't want to focus on the 500 and some odd agents that you have. I can't even imagine, Larry, honestly, listen, it, the truth is, you know, people go, oh, you're a realtor, you can set your own hours. <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can't. Not if you want to be successful. In my opinion, if you want to be a successful agent, you are available when your clients want you, period, right? So you have to be available. I mean, I've had, I've had clients text me at two in the morning. I don't answer them at two in the morning, just for the record, but I'm pretty much available from 8 a.m. to midnight, you know, every single day, seven days a week. And I can't and that's just me and my clients. 
and I'm not juggling anywhere near 500 clients at a time. And that's what Larry has to deal with as the VP of brokerage services in the Northwest region. I can't even imagine dealing with that many people and having to respond that quickly. And seriously, kudos to you. Oh, thank you. Uh, you're tiring me out. I know. I'm uh, sorry. We're but, gonna. We're. It's gonna wrap up soon. Believe me. Yeah. No. No. I mean, just uh, it makes it sound like my job is, job is hard. You know, the more you like your job, the easier it is. That's and, true. And and the people around you, you know, in some cases you were responsible for hiring them, and in many cases, like with this 500 number, we're badgering around. Uh, I I don't know all of those people. They're in several of our other offices, and I haven't seen all of them yet. You know, I've had this position for, uh, I don't know, a few months. And uh, how can you meet 500 people all at right. once and get to know them and really yeah. get to know who they are? Yeah, that's the other thing. Sorry to jump in. I'm totally cutting you off. But, you know, Cobalt Banker kind of did a, a left turn somewhere. And, you know, we were doing it this way and this way has worked for a long time. And now we're doing it this way. And so instead of, you know, Larry used to be just in charge of our office. And now we have kind of four people in charge of our office and they all have different titles and they all have different things that they're responsible for. And listen, I'm not saying that there's a wrong way and a right way because this is new to everybody and I have no complaints so far. I'm just saying it's new. 500 some on agents, you've got to like figure out their personalities, figure out how to handle each person because that's what you have to do when you're when you're managing people right you have to manage each person in a different way right and you know it's a not i i, I don't really like the word managing people oh sorry i don't micromanage. that's okay but i <laughs> sorry. i you know i have to be very respectful to them some people can take me being pretty frank and blunt and i know then some people can't and you have to kind of well that's what i mean dance around it yeah that's what I mean. You have to figure out how each person works best with you, right? And right. 500 and some odd agents, I just don't get, I, nope, couldn't do it. Don't want to do it. Thank you very much. I love what I do and I'm just going to keep on doing that. <laughs> and, and let's not misconstrue this. I, you know, these people are in my charge basically, but we have as as you pointed out, you know, a, a team approach to managing the offices. So right. we have four managers for four offices yep. that are the, I, I like to call them, this is not the official term, the homeroom managers <laughs> like me, Schaumburg. That's actually good. And, and, but yet we all share in the responsibilities and some of us have specialties that we've been assigned to, you know, might be recruiting, it might be training, et cetera. And actually it's, it's a more new age way of dealing with offices and uh, the team approach, because heaven forbid I'm gone for a weekend or something else and yep, can't answer allowed. a call or my phone breaks down or whatever. All of these agents and my agents, their agents have somebody else they can call. And so they're, they're the heroes and heroines, you know, to those agents too. Oh, so, absolutely. I'm sorry. I don't mean to take away from anybody. I'm just, I apologize if that's the way it came across because that's not the way I mean it. Uh, listen, every every person that you work with with this team is fantastic. I just, you know, I'm obviously partial to you because I've <laughs> known you Thank for you. 11 years. Good. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and and uh, everyone has to remember this real estate industry uh, was sort of stagnant, sort of the same for, oh my gosh, so many years before I even got into it. And change is absolute. And, yep. and change is always happening. And there's always been change in our business. Um, the change is accelerating at a, at a breakneck speed right now. It sure is. Our methods, I'm, I'm saying the brokerage community, right. are under attack by consumers, by consumer groups, by the Justice Department, by anybody and everybody that, you know, it's kind of jealousy in a way because we've got the best methodology and the best carried out real estate industry in the world. And other countries marvel at the fact that we have multiple listing services right. that afford the agents uh, a clearinghouse, a catalog of all the homes for sale. They don't have that everywhere. Yeah. And and and, and we've, we've had a well-oiled machine for many years. That doesn't mean it's perfect. No, and, God, no. And, yeah. and, you know, you could listen to Good Morning America or some shows that bring on that so-called expert that isn't <laughs> always an expert. Uh, don't Almost never an expert. Downgrade them. They might be, and they might not be. But uh, right at the, what I'm talking about is they have an opinion, and there are lawsuits against the whole real estate industry, the multiple listing service industry, the the National Association of Realtors, and every and title companies, and everybody that touches the real estate deals. We're under a lot of attack and stress right now. We're going to come out of it. For uh, sure. We will change a few of the ways that we do business because. Pretty much, we'll have, we have to. to, right? Um, and I'll tell you what. I mean, th those of you listening that are consumers, this means that you were under the impression that when you were shopping for a home, you would choose your own realtor. Fine, you can still do that. You were under the impression you didn't have to pay for those services. Well, because of the now. Justice Department and and the lawsuits and the class action lawsuits. It looks like, I'll just say very cautiously, because this is still in, in judication, in yeah. it looks like buyers will have to pay, they'll have to hire a realtor, hire right. a realtor to show them homes. Yes. Now you're going to pay buying like you'll, commission. you'll be paying your, your buyer broker that you hire. It, it, it's a huge change. I understand both sides of the argument. Let me just say that. Business has been done, you know, in a certain way in the state of Illinois for a very long time. And I think that that's about to change and it's going to throw the industry on its ear, I guess. That being said, agents will survive. There's a reason we're good at what we do. When I tell you that we have 100 balls in the air juggling everything, I'm not joking. And if you think you can do that yourself, you're wrong as a consumer. So there, there still is a place for realtors in this world, whether you're a buyer's agent, whether you're a seller's agent, whether you represent both sides, I've done all of it. And I can tell you, there's always going to be a place for that. For certain, it's just going to change the way the industry. The way the industry is approached uh, charging for the services. Right. Yes. Thank and, you. And what uh, the pressure is, and I have to be very careful in what I say, because nothing here is certain. Nothing here right. has been 100% resolved. The government would like buyers to pay a commission, sellers to pay a commission. Right. And uh, it hasn't been that way in the past. No. And so we're coming to grips with that. 
and uh, the outcome will end up okay. You know, we there's there's a lot of guidelines we have to work through. We've got sure. a couple of governmental agencies, and because nothing's absolutely resolved on this, we're a little bit up in the air. So, you know, for the time being, we, we want consumers to know that uh, we're there for them and whether they want to buy, whether they want to sell. We observe the code of ethics and, you know, absolutely. We, we explain to our consumers uh, their choices. Yes. And we don't fix commissions. There's no such no. thing as a fixed commission. And and but we're we're, we're still we can't we're, take we're, kickbacks. We're gonna, we can't do any of that. Right. We can't yeah. take You know, we we have our own title company and everything else. We we love to suggest that consumers can use our title company. They don't have to. And what a lot of consumers don't know, uh, they have a choice. You know, you, you choose your right. own home insurance company. You choose your own car insurance company. You can choose your own title company because you have to present that to you have to prove good title to a buyer. That's right. Um, and you can choose. It's it's you. It's not me. It's not an, uh, uh, another realtor. We can suggest, uh, give you options, give you, you know, several suggestions. And But it's not singularly up to us. It's not singularly up to uh, a lawyer that you might hire. And you know what? That's where our job comes in, to show you the choices, to show you what you can do, and uh, offer you the best services available. Getting back to a manager, you know, I've, you know, compliance is a, is a word, it's an issue. And that's part of my job is to make sure a, agents are educated and they're ethical and right. uh, to make sure we're doing things the right way. I can tell you as an agent working, and it wouldn't matter who I'm working for, sorry, Caldwell Banker, but it, it wouldn't matter who I'm working for. What I was about to say is I'm all about ethics. And actually, that's an upcoming podcast that I'm going to talk about is um, ethics in general. I can always 100% stand by every transaction that I have done with my buyers or sellers, either one, because I know I have done everything ethically 100% correct. And that's a that's a big deal to me. Like I live and die by ethics. That's just who I am. And that's not necessarily always the right way to be. I can tell you that from, and I, I'll get to that in a, in a different podcast. But, um, you know, I could be a lot richer right now if I weren't so ethical, I guess. I, I really could be. I could be a millionaire right now. And <laughs> trust me, I'm not. That's, that's the God's honest truth. So, uh, Lair, I'm just going to end it there because I think everybody has a good sense of what it is like to not only be a realtor, but to be a managing broker and to be a successful managing broker. And that, gosh, I think in terms of being successful as a managing broker to an office or offices, you really have to be 100% genuine. And you are. And so I thank you for that. And so does the rest of the Schomburg office, oh, gosh. I can guarantee you. I'm, uh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> we kind of got into a commercial on this. For we Global did, Banker, sorry. But you know what? I, I have to say that I don't think I would have been as successful in doing my job and if I didn't have the resources of Coldwell Banker. And because the, the companies aren't all the same. No. And and they gave me the, the ability, the resources, and uh, the backing up. And uh, the ability to run an office the way I thought would, would be the best. And 
that's why I've lasted all these years. And ditto. I, I plan on sticking with Cobalt Banker the rest of my career. But, and I get, <laughs> I'm not the only one. Trust me. Everybody's hard in recruiting, right? Every company has their managing brokers that is, you know, drilling that into people's heads. You got to recruit, you got to recruit. I get four or five rec recruiting calls a week, but I'm not leaving. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. If you want to uh, suggest uh, a topic or you have any comments on this or any other show, you can reach out to me at www.lifewithasherryontop.com or you can email me at lifewithasherryontop at gmail.com and Sherry is spelled C-H-E-R-I. Thanks everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.